the biggest story that anybody can share today is the story of the Ticketmaster meltdown. Everybody wanted Taylor Swift tickets. The public on sale was to start tomorrow morning at 10. And Ticketmaster sent out a tweet, sent everybody messages saying, it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. It appears as if they're out of tickets. That defeats the whole purpose of having a public on sale. So I think a lot of people are questioning what is going on with Ticketmaster and Live Nation, and is that identified as a monopoly? We thought we'd turn to our legal eagle, Karen Conti from Conti Law. So when Ticketmaster merged with Live Nation, it was approved, but some of the very people who voted on that are rethinking it now. Is that what you're hearing, Karen? Absolutely. And and even the Obama administration, which you think would probably have been wary of this merger, said, you know, there's going to be transparency. We're going to be watching this. Uh, but once that merger happened and was approved, now it's going to be a little bit more difficult to undo it. Yeah, they own like 80% of all ticketing in, in our country. So can Ticketmaster and Live Nation be broken up? Yeah, it can. And you know what, Lisa, I did some research on this, and not only do they own all the tickets, but they own their, they own concessions. They own their talent agencies. They, they own licensing industry uh, people. So they kind of have this monopoly, not just of the, the ticket sales, but of the internal venues themselves. Um, so, yeah, it can happen, but it's going to be difficult. And the laws are antiquated. The laws just don't have not followed up on, on some of these fast-moving industries. And you We'd have to file a lawsuit with a Department of Justice. Uh, the FTC would be involved, and there would have to be showing that there was a harm to consumers, that there's a restraint of trade, that there's a, in, in a commerce that goes across state lines, which we have. And you'd have to show, and this is this is the per- perfect example, that consumers are being gouged with ticket prices. They're being they're not being serviced because the the business is just too large to service uh, all of the tickets, and that this needs to be divested. And, and these companies need to be split up. This started with Bruce Springsteen tickets. I remember waiting in line, being a verified fan, waiting for the email, going online the next day. I finally, after two hours, get a chance to buy a ticket, and the ticket is $4,200. Now, that's not a price yeah. set by Springsteen. That was set by Ticketmaster. So it seems like they're acting as a ticket scalper with what they call dynamic pricing, and it's just out of control. So can they be broke? I mean, could it happen? I mean, that sounds like a difficult process. It is a difficult process because, you know, I mean, you can imagine once the merger is approved and they went through litigation and they went through all the procedures, now they have to show something more. But this case might be, this might be the best for for the world because uh, because this might be the example that we need. And, you know, listen, there have been uh, congressmen for years and even this year proposing laws that would change the way that these things can be examined. Um, in fact, a, a bill was introduced earlier in the spring this year that would just overall the these laws to try to have it be easier to divest these companies. And we're going to see these laws change. You can imagine we're going to see them very soon. We stole Karen Conti from the Bob Surratt Show for this conversation about Taylor Swift tickets and the merger of Live Nation and Ticketmaster. And I think a lot of people want to blame Taylor, but the issue is if you want to play in not live nation facilities you have to sell your tickets through Ticketmaster. so the artists are kind of you know in the same spot as some of the fans are has the government ever done this successfully 
yeah, they have. You know, Standard Oil back in the early part of the century uh, was 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 that that was challenged and it was broken up. And some of your listeners may remember AT and T and Bell were were broken up. And even most recently is Microsoft that was broken up, but it was reversed on appeal. But then it was settled. So these aren't unheard of. But again, uh, there's not a lot of history of this just because it is so very difficult to change it once it's merged. Do you think that laws about anti-competition need to be changed? I think they absolutely do. And, you know, we've even seen some of this, Lisa, when it comes to Facebook and some of the social media platforms, and they want to say that Instagram should be, uh, you know, divided you know, for, by Facebook and, and all of these things. And, you know, what we have now is everything moves more quickly. It's social media. Everything moves you know, just in a rapid fire way. So we need to keep our laws up to speed. And some of these laws are like they go back into the 1800s. So we need a complete uh, different way of looking at this to protect consumers, because that's what this is about. Well, I think we we might have some hope because the face of Congress is starting to change. I mean, we have our first 25-year-old congressman who will be sworn in next year. And I think the knowledge he carries compared to the knowledge of 85-year-olds and, and just the life experience, his is so different that maybe some of these conversations will be broadened and taken seriously. That's a, that's a really good point. And, you know, as, as much as sometimes we, as we get older, look at the younger generation and say, what do they know? Hey, they know a lot more about things that I have no clue about. So <laughs> yeah. you're right. All right. Well, it, did you get Taylor Swift tickets? <laughs> I did not, and I'm not waiting in line. And you know, I'll um, that's that's just not my deal. But good, good for Taylor, <laughs> right? But here's the deal: it was an investment. If you had bought a four hundred dollar face value ticket, you could turn around and sell it for eight thousand dollars. So that's why everybody had interest in gathering them. Thank you, Karen. We always appreciate you jumping on our show. All right, take care, Lisa.